Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our different points of view. I am Stephanie, and my point of view is from the hopeless romantic. And I'm Hamilton, and my point of view is from the technical side, also known as the cynical cinephile side. I feel like you resent that title. I'm just embracing it. I'm embracing it. Giving what the fans want. (laughs) I mean, it's very fitting. I think it might be particularly fitting for the movie that we're going to talk about today. Well, I mean, it might be. It might. There's a very, there's a very good chance. If I was a betting man, I would bet on that tonight. Yes. We are taking a look at One Perfect Wedding, which is a third movie in a series, also known as a trequel. <laughs> and uh, unbeknownst to our listeners, they yeah. may not have ever heard of a trequel before. Yeah, it's an industry term. I can assure you that very is technical. A, very technical. Very technical. There. Um, fun fact, we haven't seen the other two movies, so we're kind of coming into this blind, which might put us in a hindrance. Maybe that's part of the issues we're experiencing. Maybe we're going to give our little, little rundown right now. For me, anyway, that might be why particularly I wasn't necessarily feeling this movie as, as much as I wish I, I was. If I had to rate this, this film, this particular film, I don't, I don't want to watch this one again. Uh, this one, this one did not do it for me and it didn't make me want to watch the other ones either. That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to ask if you would want to watch the other ones. No. No, I mean, and I hate to say it because this film was done by Gary Yates. He did the previous two. And Gary Yates was actually one of our, our first fans of the podcast. And it kind of kind of hurts me to say that I, I don't want to see this one. But Gary knows us. He knows that we love his work. We um, do. We do love some Gary. Yeah. Gary so Yates. This one missed the mark for me. What about you, though? Talk, talk to me about your opinions of this film from a romantic <laughs> side. From a romantic side, this is a wedding movie, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. as you would think there would be lots of romance, Mm -hmm. because it's a a wedding. The romance was not there for me (laughs) in this movie, therefore it's a no-go for the hopeless romantic over here. I, I would not watch this movie again. Sorry, Gary. I'm so, so sorry. So sorry, Gary. Nothing, for me, it was nothing to do with the, the directing. Uh, I, I don't know. I will say that I might want to watch the other movies just to see if it, if I think maybe it would have helped me like this one more. There was one particular character that I did really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And that would be the only reason I would want to watch the other movies, but we can get into that. So, so the romance real quick. So, you know, I think you, we were watching the, you know, we were watching Hallmark, obviously, when we were watching this. And they had a, a trailer for the next week's, um, the Irish one. And you said something that was very interesting to me. You said that you felt more romance in that 10-second trailer than you did through this movie. Yes. And so that, to me, says this is not because we didn't know these characters. We got more romance from a trailer where we knew none of the characters than we did in this. So I, I think the fact that this is a trequel and we didn't see the other two, I don't think that has as much to do with it as us just not feeling it. So... Why don't we go through the plot, the plot that we know. Can I just say that I love that you've just doubled down on Trequel and that is that is just a thing now. Well, I guess it's definitely going to be a thing. Gonna, <laughs> this is going to be trending. It's going to be like fetch. It's going to work. Uh, yes, plot summary. You're going to like this plot summary because I know you've said in the past, I really know when you enjoy a movie because yeah. your plot summaries are so good. Yeah, they go deep. They go deep. They just write them out and go for it. <laughs> 
So let, let's see what you think about okay, this one. Hear me out. Kara and Ben are getting married at the ski chalet where they met. And there are some mysteries and things don't go as planned, but they still get married. Wow. That sounds like a, that sounds like something I would have written. I think that's been my worst one. Ah, man. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yep, you hit it. There was a wedding at a snow chalet. I love the word chalet, by the way. And you know what a snowy ski chalet brings to mind? Spring. Spring. Definitely spring. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't, so I mean, and that's the thing too. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up. This is, this is spring fling. Yes. This is not like we're in Antarctica, you know, where it's spring snow. You know, this is this is Seattle in that, that area. I think they're supposed to be in Seattle, yeah. So I mean, it's it's relatively warm in Seattle now. I'm sure. You know, I don't I don't think there's snow in Seattle at this point of time. Now that I say that, I don't want to go on record as saying that. But you know what I mean, like. <laughs> well, they do have to drive up to a place, so it's not in Seattle right. where the the snow is. True. True. But. But at the same time, why are you showing me a snow? And it snowed. Like they were, they were filming in snow a lot um, with like actual legit snow coming down from the sky. Uh, I'm not sure why you do this in the spring. I don't know why you wouldn't just push it into the beginning of uh, winter. You know? Well, what's odd is that the other two movies were winter movies. Right. So it was one winter weekend and one winter proposal. And if you search this movie mm -hmm. in uh, IMDb, mm -hmm. it comes up as one winter wedding. But then so they changed happened. it to one perfect wedding. I'm not really sure. Obviously, it was supposed to be a winter movie. Something happened. So something happened. I mean, but... scheduling happens. Um, so you know, sometimes you can't you can't fix that. It, it's a shame. It, it's a shame because I mean, it's spring. Well, I think if we would have watched it in the winter, we still wouldn't have liked it. I would have liked it a little bit more. You think so? No, honestly, I would have. I've been like, oh, cool, it's snowing. That's awesome. I get the winter vibe. You know what I mean? Like, you get the winter vibes. I'm not in... I wore a tank top today. So let's talk about... We, we don't really have a, a meet cute here since they know each other. Let's... No, we do not. I don't know how... Let's talk about their interaction as a romantic couple. As a, as a, a married couple. Well, almost married couple. I'm sorry, you're right. Almost married couple. And engaged. Is that what that's called? Engaged? Yes. Fiancé and fiancé? Uh, so our actors in this movie are mm. Taylor Cole as Kara mm. and Jack Turner. Great name. I was going to say, I was, yeah. I was, just, I was really, like, Jack Turner, that sounds like something off the Titanic. That sounds like a really strong name. As Ben. Yeah. And I have seen Taylor Cole before. Yeah. She's been in quite a few Hallmark movies. Jack Turner obviously has been in some because he's been in the other two of this trequel. <laughs> Uh, nice. But we have not seen those, so I have never seen him before. Um, as far as the chemistry goes, for me, personally, sadly, I did not feel it. And that is not what you want to feel for two people that are about to be wedded. <laughs> wedded, yes. Um, I... It was, it was such a, it's a weird, it's a weird situation because they, the way they interact is, is unusual. I, I didn't, I didn't get any sort of connection between them at all, ever, like ever. And then when they go to the resort, they never spend any time together. And I thought that was weird too. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. And you know, I said I wouldn't watch the previous two. I, I, I might take that back because I kind of want to see what happened. Because they've done two movies before. So maybe it's just this one. Maybe the other two. I mean, think about this. Think about this for a second. The other two had to have been good enough 
Well, the first one had to have been good enough. They're like, hey, we need a sequel. And the sequel had to have been good enough. They're like, yo, let's toss that trequel here. Let's round this out. So I think we kind of need to watch the other two just to see how this happens. Well, that's what was worrying me was that there are two other movies. So did the chemistry die? Was there never chemistry to begin with? You would think there had to be chemistry for them to, yes, have three movies. They were, like you said, separate Mm -hmm. for most of the movie. And I kept thinking, well, maybe that's why I'm not feeling it. But no, even when they had interactions, I didn't buy that they were ready to get married. It almost felt like they were just meeting or because I was trying to think like, well, how long have they been together? But they mentioned it's been a few years and I their relationship felt very new to me that they still didn't really feel very comfortable around each other, or that they knew each other very well. Well, let me stop you right there. She knew what he got on his pizza, all right? So they're obviously, they had to have been together for at least 20 years <laughs> to know that. I mean, no, you're absolutely right. They, it was really odd. Their conversations were very odd. The way they interacted, the way they talked to each other, I was confused. And it's an interesting dilemma to have in a Hallmark movie where, okay, Hallmark is great with people when they're first meeting. Then what do you do after they've known each other? How does that relationship progress? I think back to a movie, um, I'm forgetting the title, it's going to drive me crazy, but the bookstore one. I talk about this one a lot. Where the first bookstore one, where the guy with amnesia, you know, I think he was Something about a gift. Was he Superman? Is that the one with Superman? It might have been with Superman. No, it was not. He kind of looked like Superman, but it was not. Superman imposter. So the first (laughs) bookstore one, great. I loved it. Thought it was awesome. They did a sequel to that. I thought the sequel was actually better than the original. And I thought they handled that well. I I almost need to see these movies now to see how this happened. To see how we ended here. Well, I was going to say this third movie might... I was going to say this might be the thing, you know, when people watch the end of the Hallmark movies. Oh, I wish I could see, you know, what happens after. This movie tells you you don't always want to see what happens after. Yeah. No, for real. I mean... But then you just said you liked that other movie. So maybe it was just this one. I don't know. We don't get to see a lot of sequels in the Hallmark mm -hmm. uh, movies, but I wonder if there's a reason for that, you know? I will say, though, I'm going to put a little positive spin on some of these things. Because, you know, I I hate it when I don't connect to the film. Because, again, we know how many people work on these things. We know how much effort goes in these things. So it makes me sad when I don't like a film. Like, I don't know if you can hear in the timbre of my voice... There's sadness in the timber of my voice when I like a film. It is a very sad timber. Yeah, thank you. Sad timber. So talk about things that I liked. Yeah. I thought the lighting was pretty good. I, mean, I thought lighting was good. Camera work was, was fine. Um, there weren't any any fantastic shots like in the waterfall. You know, I think about the waterfall movie with the water one with the wide, beautiful shot. There wasn't any of that. But the camera work was good. You know, there wasn't anything that was throwing me off. Well, unfortunately, they're at a ski resort but we don't really get to see a lot of the outside. They're mostly indoors yeah. in the hotel or chalet. Chalet. The mm-hmm. chalet. <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. You know, I think about some of the other ones we've seen during the winter movies, because I'm considering this one, I'm calling this one a winter film, where they go on hikes and you see some of that. We get a little bit of the mountain at the very end. Um, so, yeah, there wasn't a lot of that. Um, and when they are outside, it, it must have been snowing hard, because when they're outside, it's just coming down, like, ice pellets on them Mm -hmm. um when she goes for a walk with her father to try and uncover the mystery i was like okay we're getting outside you know we're exploring the grounds a little bit i like that i like the mystery aspect of it i thought that was kind of neat a neat little twist i felt like i had figured it out already so it wasn't really 100 did yeah the minute i saw goldie at the piano i was like yep she's 
got to be something to do with the Max and Clara story. Yep. I will say the chalet I thought was beautiful. Yes. Even though we were indoors a lot, I thought the area where they had the wedding, mm-hmm. like the whole, that was beautifully Set done. Set design was great. Set yes. design was great. I mean, we've talked about this before. Sometimes they go to these lodges. It looks awful. You know, this one looked great. Set design was awesome. I wanted to go there. So they brought me into that. A little disappointed in, in Goldie, not the character itself, not the actor, but they set her up to be a little eccentric, kind of unusual. The bellhop, I'm sorry, the, the I guess the manager, the front desk. Concierge. Concierge, thank you. Uh, so that Goldie's, you know, a bit of a character. I wanted her to be more of a character. I, I didn't get much of a, you know, I thought, I was thinking, okay, here we go. Unusual character, piano, you know, give me something. But she was just kind of a nice person. Nothing crazy about it. <laughs> Yes, I felt like that storyline. I don't know, even the mystery. It didn't really, it didn't really grab me. I wasn't, I didn't really feel invested. I will say, when, and I think maybe this is was a whole, uh, this was a setback for me. Was and we know that Hallmark always has that bit of that pinch of cheese. Mm-hmm. The you know, we know what we're getting into with a right. Hallmark movie. This movie for me was a little too sugar-coated. I felt like the writing was too sugar-coated for me. The words that they were saying were not believable. Uh, Example, the friendship between Kara and Megan, I just thought, and maybe they're different types of friends than my friends, but I don't talk to my friends that way. Like, they're very loving and, like, say the very, like, perfect things. It just felt too... Like, too sweet to me. It wasn't really any sort of touch of realism in it very much. And I I will say, one of the things that that killed me in this was we had the cheesy uh, music track. Oh, hokey music galore. Constantly. And then we had constant laughter. So, when I'm with my friends, I, I don't laugh all the time. I laugh... You know, a lot of times with my friends, but not after every sentence. And it was like in unison. It was like, yes. It was... I couldn't handle it. Like towards the end, it was just, it was getting to me. So please, please Hallmark, be very careful with the laughter. There's other ways to show friendship without laughing at each other's, they weren't even jokes. They were just conversations. Yeah, it was just a little over the top for me, which is I think why I couldn't get fully into it because I didn't buy it. Uh, One scene that comes to mind is when they're going to get the pine cone that she crushes. And her and her and um, Megan, we've seen her in other Hallmark mm. films. She's actually really great, yeah. and and I enjoy her. But th- so they're going to reach for a pine cone on the tree, and you know we got the hokey music going, hardcore. And then they can't reach it, and they fall back, and they're like, it just. I don't know what it was about that scene that I was like cringing inside. It was just so over the top, like cheese ball. Yeah, and I mean, and it's interesting because I think a lot of these are kind of throwback moments to previous Hallmark films, and it, it just doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't work anymore, you know? And I don't know, you know, compare that scene, which was really cheesy, right? It's supposed to be a, a really silly scene, so they know what kind of scene they're doing. Compare that scene to the scene in Chasing Waterfalls with a bear where they're just throwing their bag up and screaming at a bear. And that scene worked. Yeah. And why that is. And Yeah, I think you can have the cheese factor, but there's a way to do it. Yeah. And it I rec- uh, comes to mind is the 
Christmas Carousel movie. We had talked about that, uh, how when you realize what kind of movie that is, we were just totally in for it. And some of the stuff happening in that movie was totally outlandish, Mm -hmm. but it was such a good time. And for some reason, that cheese worked for me. This did not. Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's... That's a, it's a really that's a really interesting thing, and I'd love to have more of a conversation and kind of bring you know bring it out to our audience. What do, what do you all think makes the Hallmark cheese the Hallmark? What, what do you think makes the Hallmark cheese so special? What do you think makes it work? Are we coining Hallmark cheese now? Yeah, Is sure. that <laughs> what, what do you think makes it work? What do you think makes it, it not work? Because there is there's a thing, and even you know getting out of Hallmark, looking at other um, channels that try to do these films. They fail a lot of times, and I'm wondering what that what that special sauce is. Um, but this one, this one missed a mark for me because of that, you mm-hmm. know. And, and it's a shame because I, I wanted to like this, I wanted to get into this because it just seemed like a good idea, you know. Like I said, wedding movies, those are fun. Yes, I will say, and I mentioned earlier that the only like there was one particular character that I really enjoyed in this movie, and okay. it was a shame because he was barely in it. But it was their other friend, Sean. Yeah, he was great. I liked him a lot. <laughs> you know, I loved all the little... I just thought it was funny that... At first, I was like, every time they're going to cut to him, he's going to be in his scrubs in that same spot. Yeah. And we even mentioned he must have just shot his scenes all on the same day because he's just in that same spot in the daylight every time. Yeah. So I'm glad they, they brought him in because he must have been something with, you know, quarantine or something. Like, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. But I thought he was funny. I thought his, like, delivery and everything was great. He felt very real to me. Yeah. Like a real character. And I, and I will say that the only romance that I felt was between him and Megan mm-hmm. in the movie. But we'll get to that a little later. I really enjoyed him. So that would be like the only reason I would maybe want to watch the other movies to actually see him. See how that progresses. And not just on a phone or iPad <laughs> uh, through a phone call. Um, so I will shout out uh, Deshane Williams was my favorite character nice. in the movie as Sean. I'll say that I, I don't know who my favorite character is. Maybe you know my favorite. Probably I kind of like the sister. I kind of like the sister because she was extremely over the top. I feel like she knew what kind of movie this was and kind of just went for it. Just totally went for it. Um, so I think she was probably my favorite character. I will say I thought that their brother sister relationship yeah. was pretty genuine. I think. Oh, and the dad. I forgot about the dad. I did like the dad. I liked the dad a lot too. Um, I didn't like that he didn't have a tie on at the wedding. I thought that was. <laughs> A big faux pas. I mean, I get that you're a retired detective, you know, retired New York City homicide detective. Put on put on a tie for your daughter's wedding. I mean, you're walking her down the aisle with a pop collar. I mean, come on. What are you doing, Dad? And speaking of ties, I did really enjoy Ben's choice of pink tie. That's good. That's nice. It was a nice look. Yeah, yeah really with good. the blue suit. I knew we were in trouble when they are on the balcony in different chalets. You know, maybe this was because of COVID. No, that wouldn't make any sense. Like, I don't know why they were so apart from each other. You know, because we, we get that interaction when they're like, you know, oh, I could come over and kiss. Da, 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 da. And I, I, she blows him a kiss. She blows him a kiss. He doesn't grab the kiss. <laughs> he doesn't catch it. He doesn't I know. catch it. So I knew we were in trouble. Like this, They shouldn't be getting married at all. If you're not going to grab that kiss out of that air, put it in your pocket, what are you even doing? No. What are you even doing? Look, guys, if someone blows you a kiss you and you don't it. catch it, mm-hmm. that's a missed opportunity. You, it, I just... I would rethink the whole relationship, honestly. Uh, yeah. I mean, what kind of psychopath doesn't catch a <laughs> blown kiss? Well, I mean, in, in fairness, he was going to buy an entire resort without speaking to his fiance about it. So, I mean, he had a lot of stuff on his mind. What was that about? Like, how... Maybe, God, I, I need to see the other ones. 
what kind of person buys a resort, even if it's for your business, you know, with your business's money, without speaking to your wife? Like it's it's well, me, fiance at the time, right. but still. But it's a little right. Well, that's why I'm saying is like their relationship seems a little rocky already. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to buy like some Chick-fil-A without asking, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to get some Chick-fil-A. You think it's a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> like, you want some Chick-fil-A? We run everything by each other. <laughs> Especially Chick-fil-A. It's just wild to me. I just... But you mentioned the dad. I will say I felt that Ben had more chemistry with the dad uh, than <laughs> with his own wife-to-be. There's a scene with them where yeah. the dad comes in to talk to him which is like right before the wedding, which is a little odd that you're just now having this talk with your soon-to-be son asking like, are you going to, I forget what he says, are you going to treat my yeah. daughter right? Like, Whoa or, there, dad. Yeah. He's, he's literally about to walk down the aisle. What are you doing to it's the It's a little guy? late for this, Ray. So I thought that was a really nice scene between, you know, future mm-hmm. son and father-in-law. That scene started off rocky to me because I was like, what What are you doing now? Right. And then the ending there when he's like, you know, I want you to know you can always come to me since your father's not here. I'm always here if he had like. I well, like, Ben I looked kind of nervous about it. Like, yeah. that's why it felt kind of real to me. Like, he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it, you know, there was a little. And then he like lit up after he realized like it was like he was giving him his blessing and. I was just like, oh, that was a nice scene. That was like the most, I think, kind of like personality I got out of Ben out of the whole movie because he's really just kind of like worried and distant the whole entire movie. Mm. So, I mean, that was definitely missing for me was that romance that I thought I was going to get in a movie about, about a wedding. wedding. Yeah. No, that, that's very true. I will say um, that I thought the sound. So going back to some positives uh, about the film, because there were some positives. I did like the sound. You know, we had mentioned before how sound, you know, gets a little rocky in some of these films with a lot of the dubbing. I thought the sound was great throughout. Um, I didn't think there was any sort of issues with sound. They were on a mountain. They were shooting outside. I was perfectly happy with it. Since this is a Gary Yates film, I didn't see any green screen. I did not see any green screen. So uh, I'm going to make that call right now. There was no green screen in this film. <laughs> Um, especially from, from last week's when they, they went hard on the green screen. They went very hard on the green screen. And uh, lighting was, was you know pretty good throughout. Overall, technically, I thought this was a very well done film. So thankfully, that, that made me feel pretty good. Yeah, none of that bothered me at all uh, as far as technical. It was really just the lack of romance for me. We usually always talk about conflict. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know where, I mean, was the conflict the, the dress? The dress? Yeah, I was kind dress. of thinking that. I mean, we did have the foreshadowing of like, she was kind of feeling like, am I rushing into this? Do I really know him? And I'm thinking, no, girl, you don't. <laughs> you definitely don't. This man's about to buy a resort yeah. without you. The dress thing, obviously we saw it coming from the very beginning <laughs> and we knew it was coming. Yeah, the dress the dress thing, I, I was confused because they both look like the same dress. I, I'm not sure. I'm One not, was shorter. Okay, I'm not... Well, they had different uh, necklines. One had like a little cuffed sleeve. Okay, I'm not a fashion expert, as you know, you know. So I, w- I was had a hard time, you know, usually when I see a wedding dress, I'm like, that is a wedding dress. <laughs> this, they looked about the same to me. I was like... Give her the other dress. Well, I thought that the dress she ends up wearing was better than what she was planning on wearing oh, obviously. anyway. Obviously. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't know why that didn't even cross your mind to wear your own yeah. mother's wedding dress. Your like, dad just brought it to you, like, the night before. No, I'm just going to take a little piece here and put it in my... Like, no, wear that one. I mean... So, yeah, the, the built-up conflict with the wedding dress just was, you know, you know whatever. I'm, I'm glad they didn't force any weirdness. Um, I will say this. They could have gone a, a whole new direction where she gets cold feet because... 
she doesn't know what Ben's doing and then she runs off or something. I, I thought that, I'm glad that didn't happen. That could have easily happened because sometimes with these wedding ones, you know, they were kind of teasing it with a cold feet. Ben has a secret, you know, he's buying a resort, but they, they didn't really run with it. So I'm glad they didn't do that, you know. And we assume that Ben is very wealthy. Maybe they've talked about it in the other films, but. Yeah, apparently he's, yeah, he's super wealthy with his company. Um, and we got that. We got that from the beginning. I think they did a nice job setting up this film from the other ones. Like if we didn't see the other ones, we kind of knew what was going on. We got the gist of it. Yeah. And so I'm glad they did that. And she seems to be doing pretty well herself. Novelist, best New York Times bestseller list, you know, bravo. They've got some, some money to burn, it looks like. Yeah. So Conflict is the Dress leads into the main event, The Wedding. The, the one wedding. perfect wedding. The one perfect wedding. The one winter perfect wedding that we got coming up. Not spring. <laughs> Not spring. Um, real quick, real quick. I'm trying to figure out what the point of the snowstorm was. Like, why... Well, we they ended up because at first we were like, well, they're not leaving the chalet, so why are they, right. con, why are they all worried? But they do say because the, there are certain like caterers, like the wedding and like certain food, they still haven't arrived. So, so it was a plot device to make it a small wedding, basically. Well, it was already going to be a small wedding, a smaller wedding. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to have, I guess, the cake that they were supposed to. Apparently, they were doing surf and turf, so they're not getting the shrimp. So it, it's like minor. Well, I guess a cake is not minor, but right. I mean, the cake that they end up having looked oh my pretty God, the good. DJ. Oh, I forgot about that's why Megan's mom ends up right. having to do it. Do you know it. who was going to be the DJ? Oh my gosh. DJ Joey. That's right. DJ Joey in the house. Oh my goodness. Now that would have definitely made this movie. As you guys know, DJ Joey was in um, It Was Always You. Probably the greatest Hallmark character ever. We're trying. We're campaigning to get him in every Hallmark movie as the DJ. Anytime there's a DJ, DJ Joey's your go-to. And honestly, when we get married, we we should just get DJ Joey. Wouldn't that be yeah. amazing? Like, I, I like, <laughs> like legit, we hire this actor to come play DJ Joey for us. What if he's actually a DJ? I think he does do music. Remember I had mentioned his um, his Instagram, but that definitely would have moved this uh, movie up a notch. But I do have to say, Megan's mom was a pretty great character. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did think that was pretty great seeing her seeing as her the on DJ. Seeing her with the yeah. headphones, just sort of nodding her head. Yeah. No, like I said, the parents in this film, they, they were fun. I think they had a nice job, um, except minus the, the no dad tie. I'm, very still, I'm still salty about that. <laughs> I'm still like, what, what world do you not have a tie on for your daughter's wedding? It anyway. was very noticeable. Like You were like, oh, something seems wrong Is he not here. done dressing? Is, is he not done dressing? So the wedding itself, I actually thought looked nice. You know, I, I'm not a, a wedding decorator. Well, yeah, I had mentioned, I thought that... That aspect was great. I was a little worried with the the tin foil, the gold tin foil uh, pine cones. I was like, mm. gilded. I believe that's the word. Oh, okay, for. gilded pine cones. <laughs> I was like, mm, not sure if that's the way I would go. But the whole setup I thought was actually really pretty. Yeah. I thought that there was more flowers than I thought because when she has her in the very beginning, she has her hold the branches, you know the the wizard staff, the wizard staff, I think, and they yeah. laugh, ha 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 ha, wizard staff, ha ha ha. ha. And she holds it, and I was like, okay. And then she's like, imagine them with like, you know, pine. She's like eucalyptus, yeah. and yeah. And I was like, oh, that would be awesome. So I wish we had had more of that rusticness there. Um, but it was a gorgeous wedding. Like, I thought it was awesome. And yeah. And the dancing, like, they had a wedding song. Like, props to the sound department actually getting a legit wedding song that plays at every single wedding. Like, it plays at every single wedding. 
that I I feel so close to you right now. Na, 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 oh, na, na, na. I didn't even remember that song was in there. Oh my god, yeah, it's it's right at the end. That's it's at the wedding. They're all dancing. The actual wedding, though, I do have to say, and I'm like, oh, okay, they've been apart this whole movie. We've got the wedding, mm-hmm. the actual ceremony. Here is the time for some romance. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Did you see my face? <laughs> A sad face. Because those vows... Is that what they were? ...were the most unromantic <laughs> vows. It's, it's like someone was like, let's make a movie about a wedding that's got no romance in it. Those vows were like all about being a team. And like he's like, it's, we're going to make a great team through anything. And she's like, thank you, oh, thank you for sharing you know, with me. And I'm always here to listen and... It did not sound very romantic to me. She's talking about being a mystery writer and like, you know, he's talking about the snowstorm and I get they were, I guess they were trying to be like realistic, but those are not kind of wedding vows that I enjoy. I like romance. So what you're saying is I need to be very careful with my vows. Like I need to make sure to bring it. I shouldn't talk about me being a mystery writer when I'm doing my <laughs> wedding vows. Is that what you're saying? Well, it would be a little odd since you're not a mystery writer. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, I was not a fan of these vows. Okay. I'm so sorry. I and again, it was not it was not there. The romance was not there. Their kiss was not there for me. I just I don't buy Kara and Ben together, guys. I'm sorry. Well, there, it was weird. You mentioned the kiss. There was a lot of moments where they kind of kissed, but not really. Like there was like a side kiss, a chiss. There was a yeah. There was a chiss that happened, but an awkward chiss because it looks like they're about to kiss, but then he kind of turns it like. Some weird, awkward sort of kiss moments um, that happened throughout. We did get an actual kiss at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. We did. Which it was odd because we don't usually get it, but I'm like, yeah, they're getting married. I know, that was so. nice to see. I was like, okay, this makes sense. Um, I felt the same way about the romance there. Um, as far as I could tell, I wasn't, you know. Were you a fan of those vows? No, not really. I mean, I, like I said, I, I remember the reception more than I remember the wedding. Like the dancing and the having Well, fun. even the dancing. And <laughs> like, great. It was, it, like their dancing felt very, like they were, I mean, I hope at my wedding, that is not how people are dancing. Yeah, like they no, were not Have you not been to a wedding? It. That is exactly how people dance. What are you talking about? No, they were just like barely moving. Like Yeah. I mean, they did have sparklers in their hands indoors, which oh, like to me too. is very dangerous. But yeah, that wet, that wedding reception was not on and popping like well, I would have do hoped. You, do you know, <laughs> on and popping, do you know how, I mean, so a little technical feedback for you, the reason why that is. They don't. They don't actually play the music in the, in the scene. So they're, they're dancing to nothing. And that's why it looks weird. So there's nothing. Well, that's playing. the worst. All right. Um, but that, that's why it doesn't match the beat is because they're, they're not hearing anything. Every time. Generally speaking, yes, they're not hearing anything. For most films, when there's music, it's... Well, that's know. crazy. <laughs> but that's why it's so... I, I mean, I thought they were doing a good job. I, I felt the music in them. <laughs> I feel so close to you right now. But I will say, even though the perfect wedding... Didn't give me any romance. Right. The proposal between Sean and Megan at the end, that did give me feels. That was the only time I got feels in the whole movie. Yeah. No? Yeah, I mean, it was... Like, would... the what he says to her, like, those were wedding vows. Like, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That was really romantic. That gave me the feels. And then I was like, okay, finally, I did get some feels with 
that proposal. And I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, I just wish it had come before. I mean, I just, at that point, I was like, all right, you know, I'm out. I'm out of the movie. I'm out of the movie after, after that, the wedding reception. And so, and then like they showed the honeymoon thing and there's a knock at the door and it's like, dude, come on. It's their honeymoon. You know not to disturb these people. You know, and her agent calls on the honeymoon too. Like, leave these people alone. It is their one day honeymoon. You know, I think if we had seen the other movies, I think these movies are very much like a pairing. So like these four people oh, they are. are very much the the main characters, the center of right. the movie. So I guess it, it, it did make sense to me that their proposal happened after. I mean, okay. we were waiting right. for well, it. That's a good point. No, that, that's a valid point. Okay. No, no, that's a valid point. I think you're right. I'll give you that one. So there you have it. That is a not-so-perfect wedding. Um, <laughs> in the winter. In the winter. For, for spring, spring fling. fling. All sorts of weird with this one. And again, you know, I just want to say I don't like it when we don't like one. It, it bums me out. So. No, it is really difficult. And, you know... But I, honesty, right? I mean, that's what we're here for. We're, I, I can't... I'm not going to be sit here and say this was a good one. I'm just... I can't do it. That's, that's just who I am. So... I'm sorry to all the people that worked hard on this film. It just didn't hit the mark for us. And I hate it. It's the second one in a row, man. I, I just, it's you know. But we kind of, but we at least with the last one, we liked. We I think we liked the ending of that one. Like yeah. We, we started talking ourselves into liking it at the end of it. Yes. Looking back after this one, "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" was a better movie. Yes. So yeah. we can give it props for that. But I am it, very excited for the next one, though, and I. Maybe I shouldn't, but I have high hopes. We have high hopes. I, 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 we both have high hopes. Like, like we said, watching that 10-second trailer for it got us pumped. So we're excited for that, guys. Um, let us know what you think, please. Uh, maybe you love this movie. Maybe we really need to watch the other two to understand sort of what's going on here. I, I felt like we, we got it. Um, but if you're a big fan of this, please tell us. You know, comment. Yeah, you know? were people really pumped for this trequel? And we just didn't know about it. Nice, nice. <laughs> Um, and make sure, please, to uh, like and subscribe. Yeah, and if someone could, you know, keep a counter if you listen to this episode, how many times did we say treacle mm-hmm. and cheese? Yep, I think, I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's up there. It's up there. But uh, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate you all. Uh, spring fling, you know, not, not going so great for Hallmark. Yeah, know? our last two movies were not very springy. No, they weren't. Uh, but hopefully this next one, I mean, Ireland, we're going to Ireland. So that has that spring, yeah, there's spring. Clovers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Green. Let's do it. Uh, so thank you all. And we will see you next week. Yes. Thanks guys.